0: At age 72, Esther lost 130 pounds. Please click like to help Be Green with Amy. Welcome, author of From Donuts to Potatoes, Esther Loveridge.
1: Greetings, Esther. Well, good morning, good, well, it's noontime. Good afternoon. Yeah, for you, it's noontime, yeah. Well, I'm so
2: happy that you're here. I'm sorry for everybody that was listening, if there was a little echoing going on. Today, for the first time, Be Green with Amy is not only streaming to YouTube and Facebook, but we're also streaming to Instagram. So there was a lot of technical things that I had to do, and we had a little bit of echo, I think. But I'm hopefully it's on, so I'm hope hoping that it's all going well and that everybody on all the platforms is enjoying. If you are watching on instagram you may not be able to comment so if you want to make a comment during the live and if you want to ask a question of esther or me then you should probably hop on over to be green with amy on facebook or on instagram to make that happen but i'm so excited that you
1: are here welcome back esther thank you thank you it's great to see you i love you so much Oh, and I
2: love you. We just have, we've never met in person, but we, and, but I sent a hug to you. Yes, yes. (laughs) I had one of our mutual fans who met you and then, and he told me he was going to meet you. And I said, give Esther a hug for me. (laughs) So he sent me a picture of of him giving you a hug. So Um, that was kind of nice. But Green Warriors, I'm so glad you're here. Esther is such a passionate advocate for whole food plant based living and her journey is is nothing short of inspiring from that. overcoming challenges to embracing a lifestyle that fosters not only physical well-being but also a profound sense of purpose. Esther is here today. She's going to be sharing her her story a little bit, but she's also going to be sharing her insights. So whether You've been plant-based for a while, or maybe you just came across this and you're kind of curious about the transformative power of whole foods. You're in for a treat Mm -hmm. because Esther, I just want to really thank you so much for being here and because you have such a wealth of knowledge that you're going to be sharing with us today.
1: Well, it's amazing what life teaches us. You know, many people have university degrees and advanced degrees and so forth. And I remember a time when I felt inadequate because I didn't have initials after my name. And I was working with a doctor and his wife helping new parents adjust to becoming mother and dad, you know, from husband and wife. And that kind of spurred me into going back to college and I got an AA degree. And then I went back and I got my bachelor's degree. And then I went back and worked on a master's. But, you know, I had two kids, I was a single mom, and I I, I could have become, what do they call it, a professional student, mm. but I had to work. Yeah. So, you know, the truth is, with so much information out there on the internet, we can really teach ourselves. And I did take Dr. McDougall's Start Solution course And I guess that puts a feather in my cap, having done that. Um, But, you know, you can learn all this on your own, whether or not you take a test and get a certificate. So just absorb. My advice would be just absorb everything you can from any doctor or any person that's out there speaking the truth, and uh, you'll be just fine.
2: Very good words of advice. So what we like to do on Be Green with Amy is we like to play my game of true or false to start off the show. So let's do that.
0: It's time for true or false on Be Green with Amy live. Answer true or false to Amy's questions in the comments below. And Amy will ask our guest for the expert answer.
2: Okay, green warriors. Here's your first true or false question. True or false, when you fall, fall off the wagon. It takes weeks to recover. What do you think, Green Warriors? And while you're typing those answers in, Esther, tell us what you think about that.
1: Well, I think the wonderful thing is that not every question can be answered simply. And how we answer this question depends on us. And so how quickly you get back on is up to you. Traditionally, when I would binge, it often would take me a long time to recover and get back on so in that sense uh it does take a long time to recover so the trick is reduce that cut recovery time so if you eat something that you wish you hadn't instead of waiting you know or something like that make that time the shortest possible and i like to say make your next bite of potato and get back on track
2: that's true, and we can't discount the power of the potato, right? No. <laughs> and and how long have you been plant based? Remind people if, if not everybody
1: knows. Uh, I started July thirteenth of two thousand sixteen, so it's been almost seven and a half years. Yeah, and and you started with potatoes.
2: That was one of the main things that you had in your on your menu, and here you're still talking about the power of the potato. So you haven't grown tired of it
1: and you oh, no, don't realize no. how helpful well, it the is. The potato I have heard, and I'm not a scientist, but I have heard that the potato contains everything we need. So it's possible to eat only potatoes and be strong. I think Spud, uh, I can't say Spud Fit right, Taylor um, he, ex- he made an example of that and went a whole year eating potatoes and I haven't met him personally, but it's interesting how, um, how he succeeded and did very well on potatoes. And of course, you know, you want to have your menu be, uh, have enough variety in it so that you can stay interested and not get bored and then go off the wagon for boredom, you know, but it is, I tell people it's my new meat. So I used to think about, am I going to have chicken, or am I going to have ham, or am I going to have turkey, or once in a while, fish? You know, what am I going to have? And then build my meal around that. Now, most of the time, the potato is my meat. So I put that in the center of my plate and just take out of my refrigerator some vegetables and throw on a piece of fruit. Maybe sometimes I'll have beans and rice, and uh, you're done. It's so simple. It's so simple.
2: Yeah, you're so right, and and that's the, I like that because oftentimes when people transition over into this whole food plant based lifestyle, that's what they're used to doing is making some kind of meat the center of the plate, and then they have to figure out what to put around it, and and that just that's the problem solved. You're the new that's the new food plate. Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. It was interesting. I met a man last night at the concert, and we started talking about health, and he's very involved in the health business. And he said he eats meat about once a week. And I said, well, why do you choose to eat it then? And he said, well, I love it. And I said, are you sure it's not the condiments you like? You know, all the sauces you put on it. And if you're having a hamburger, it's the onion, the tomato, the lettuce, the mayo, and the barbecue sauce or whatever. But oftentimes, if you really think about it, we have to disguise meat in order to eat it. Mm Yeah. Yeah. And, and I
2: talked to people about the, how some people, even myself included, before I adopted this lifestyle, I used to think, okay, I'm going to eat healthy, which was what I knew at the time, and I would get chicken breast because that was promoted to be better than the other choices. And I would just grill it plain, right? I thought it was plain, but it wasn't plain because they're injecting sodium and all kinds of other chemicals in this liquid form into the meat before you even bring it home, so it's not even plain. It's got lots of things that can be deleterious to your health, in addition to, of course, the the meat itself. I just wanted to pull up some comments here, uh, Boomer and Beyond Wellness hey sister Angela she's saying hello from South Beach but not for long because she's moving congratulations and hello to wonderful Esther happy holidays to all happy holidays to you Angela and we have another one from Jennifer Esther is my hero hi from Jen and Colorado. yes she's my hero too <laughs> and let me just see if I had any more shout outs I probably have a couple of questions but I, wanted to make sure I didn't have any uh, more comments. And Oh, let's see. Okay. Oh, Boomer Jan said w- that she agrees with you, I guess, about the potatoes. <laughs> and <laughs> Stephanie Simpson, greening Stephanie. She says, hello, Amy, Green Warriors, and Esther. Oh, I'm so glad that you're here joining us. Oh, and here's Christy. Hi from NYC. Hey, that's my hometown, Christy. Tell me what borough you're from, or and, and uh, we see if we know each other. And there's Jesse T. I'm blowing kisses to Jesse T. because that's my daughter. <laughs> hi. She says, "Welcome back, Esther." Uh, and uh christy says happy holidays so i just wanted to get some of those shout outs out to you because there's always lots of love when esther is here there's uh, always people so they just want to see you and and a lot of these people that show up they are already adopting the lifestyle they're already rocking it but they still want to get your energy because yeah. just it's like fueling up with esther that's what i should have <laughs> called the
1: episode no. <laughs> It is, it is contagious, isn't it? Yes, it is. I, I wanted to comment on what you said about the, the chicken because this became real apparent uh, with us when we go shopping at Costco mm-hmm. because I used to love their roasted uh, chickens and I would come home and I'd actually eat the skin off of the chicken, all that fat. This was before because all the spices were in the skin and I loved fat as well as sugar and as well as all the other things. But, you know, what was interesting is all of those chickens weigh exactly the same weight. And they don't grow that they do that. Yeah, they're manufactured, really. So anyway, I wanted to confirm what you said, that even if you eat that chicken plain, it's still loaded with sodium and whatever else they put in it, spices or whatever. So they want us coming back. So it's a loss later and it's always the same price. Yes. Yes,
2: absolutely. Wow. It's... It's just, it's just the things that we learn, right? And then we just keep learning. And that's what I love about doing this show with the Green Warriors. They, they type in things in the comments, and I learn from them. I learn from the guests like you. And and learning is power, and we're always growing. And it's just so exciting to to learn these things. Oh, I think we should just do another true or false question. So mm-hmm. Green Warriors, get ready, true or false, Starting a healthy eating program is best when you join others by waiting until the first of the new year. So like a New Year's resolution. So type in your thoughts about that, Green Warriors. And while you're doing that, go ahead, Esther,
1: tell us what you think. Well, the beautiful thing about any decision that we make in life is ours to make. And in the past, yes, I'd always want to get through the holidays, get through New Year's, get through Christmas, get through Thanksgiving. And then start January 1st. That's very common, and the gyms fill up with people in January, and people make all these resolutions. But today could be your day. Today could be the day you decide. You know what? I'm tired of playing with all this. I'm tired of messing with it. So you're the boss. You get to you get to choose. And if you want to wait till January 1st, that's your choice. But think of how much harder you're going to have to work to overcome what you eat between now and New Year's. but oh, there's yeah. little- there's no guilt. I mean, we're all on our own pathway. We're all learning what we need to learn. And whatever you choose to do, just know that that's your choice and live with it.
2: Yes, exactly. And I'm, I'm so glad that you talked about that too because I think it seems like people could be going all throughout the year. And they, of course, if they're not doing this lifestyle, they're slowly gaining weight pound after pound, month after month. Or, but then in that, they call it the burr months, you know, mm-hmm. October, November, December. They, they they are full of all these holidays that promote eating mm-hmm. foods that are even worse than what we're doing for the rest of the year. And and I think a lot of the weight gain and a lot of the damage to your health occurs in those months. Yeah. So, you know, it it probably would be easier just to, to start. And I, and sometimes I think for some people they say, oh, I'm going to do it, you know, when, whenever that is. And then th- that comes and passes and there's never a good time to start. Is there, Esther?
1: Well, there's never an easy time to start, that's for sure. But each day is new. I mean, like this day has never been lived before. It's brand new, you know, and the, the slate is clean. And so our next bite we can be conscious of what we're taking into our bodies, you know. And I, I really think it helps to think, did this food that I want to eat, did it grow? And that's a good question. And I kind of jokingly tell people, if it grows, eat it. If it didn't, you better pray over it first. Huh? <laughs> Not right. that that's gonna change, but if you take time to pray and say, okay, is this really good for my body and really think about it, you might decide you know what it's not what i it's not what's best for me but that old nature of wanting our cake and eat it too and wanting this and that and the other and i know for myself i still binge we went to a party uh in in uh, the end of november and there really was nothing there to eat it was like an hors d'oeuvre type party and once i lowered my 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 banner. Once I lowered it and I started. Well, I started eating some sandwiches, but I dumped out the the meat and the cheese that was between the bread. I must have eaten six of those little party uh, sandwiches just the bread. But still, it's just like it just sets me on fire, and it's like there's this maniac that comes out of me, Mm -hmm. and I get greedy, and I get I just can't get enough, you know. And so for me, then I realized that the very next morning I was back on track. Because, see, I was raised in a religion where you had to be either good or bad, right? Mm. And so if you're going to be good, you want to be really, really good. But if you're going to be bad, you might as well go whole hog because you've already screwed up, right? So it's really easy with uh, that kind of mentality to um, think, well, I've already screwed up. I might as well eat everything I've ever wanted to eat and then start another time getting back. But with with hope and with love and with faith and with all these wonderful attributes we all have, we can change that path and we can say, okay, that was yesterday, it's gone. I forgive you, you know, and so just was a learning experience. So if we go to that event again next year, I think I'll have to abstain because I don't know how to do halfway. Mm. With when it comes to that environment where everybody I one thing I did do that was good, of course they had free drinks there, and I went up and I added I thought, well, it'd be a little special to have some Perrier. So he poured me a glass of that and he said, Would you like some uh he wanted to put some alcohol and I said, No, thank you. And and they said, What about a splash of cranberry juice? And I said, Oh, that'd be pretty. So that was one way of uh feeling included in the party without damaging myself. But you know, you just you just have to know what you want most of all, and if you don't want to um, go on a real radical change, then don't do the one you can do. You know, and, and do the parts of it you can do, and be happy with yourself, and congratulate yourself that you've made some good choices. Uh, it's not an all or, an all or nothing uh, journey. We're all here to learn, and you know, I I was seventy two by the time I turned around, so I'd look at all the damage I had done all of my life, but it's never too late.
2: Right. And it wasn't that you didn't make attempts before that.
1: Oh, oh yeah. Yeah. The secret is I never, I would, I could be really a good diet. I mean, I can be really determined and narrow minded and really paying attention to things and do it and have it work and be happy. But then, you know, with a diet, there's always an end when you get to the weight you want, or if you've lost enough pounds, then you want to your your mind and your body just wants to rebound and go back and get all the food because maybe you weren't getting the nutrients you needed on that diet. So you really weren't well, even if you lost the weight. So I just have really learned that um you just can do the best that you can do, and don't compare yourself to anybody else. Comparison is the thief. It really And we don't need to compare ourselves with anyone. This is your journey. This is your life. And you get to do what you want with it, right or wrong. You get to choose. There might be some consequences you don't like, but you do get to choose.
2: I love that. That's so encouraging. I just wanted to ring the bell because... Angela Fisgetti from Boomer Beyond Wellness just gave me a super chat. And dear Sammy and Green Warriors, I wish you all joyous holiday season. Thank you, Amy, for opening your platform to include all things whole food plant-based. It is an honor to be a small contributor. Thank you, Sista. We're both from New York, so we call each other Sista. So we're saying we're sisters from another mister. And <laughs> Esther and I often joke about, you know, we could be sisters, you know, yep. we
1: could be. <laughs> yeah, our parents would have been birthing for a long period of time. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Thank you so much, Angela from Boomer and Beyond Wellness. And Angela's been on Be Green with Amy show over 15 times now and she does lots of uh workout routines and teaches classes on on the show and you guys should check out i have a playlist just with all of her classes so you should check that out too because if you want to this is the time that a lot of people are thinking about getting healthy and, and getting healthy is not just about adopting a lifestyle but of course about doing exercises too because that's important finding something that you like and you will probably find something that you like for watching one of Angela's classes and when we were talking about the, the holidays thanks said but it's tough with family get togethers and food traditions treats everywhere
1: yeah it really is at the concert last night they had candy and cookies but they did have a bowl of tangerines oh so I thanked them and they even had hot water as well as coffee. So I just, I actually wasn't going to eat. I wasn't hungry. And that's just something else I'm really paying attention to now. The longer I stay out of the kitchen, the easier my day goes. When I get in the kitchen, I just sometimes want to search for something or think it's time to eat. And now I'm just checking my own barometer and saying, Esther, are you hungry? Or are you just fulfilling a habit? And so that's helping me a lot. Just to pay attention to that and stay out of the kitchen. Now I know some of you have families and maybe can't do that, but if you're aware of it, that you you know, when you're not cooking or not preparing a meal, just try to spend less time there.
2: Yeah, Jan Olsen, like what you said, you just have to know what you want most of all. Wow. I'm getting chills because you come out with so many profound statements to that and, and every once in a while somebody will just latch on to something that you said that it just drives it right home and she put it in all caps. So mm-hmm. you 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 hit a chord right there. Oh that, that's beautiful. That's
1: great. That's great. Yeah. Well, I was going to read you something about birth. Oh, okay. Let's we have kind it. Of, we <laughs> kind of talked about that a little bit because you know, January first is a time for new birth for many people. Christmas was obviously about a birth and in our lives we get to rebirth as often as we want some people go through uh, a birthing process when they have a child and some people go through a birthing process of a new life when they get married and so birth doesn't have to be only our physiological coming into this world it can be a change in our mind a change in our attitude a change in our disposition and so I wrote this, um, let's see, this was written on December 18th, which was Ben's birthday, but I wrote it two years ago because in my book, all of my writings are four years ago from 2019. See, 19, I've got to count my fingers, 19, 20, 21, 22, yeah, four years ago. So this was only two years ago, and the word was birth. Every one of us has a birthday, whether or not we keep track of the numbers. Personally, I am quite pleased to add up the years. I see each year as a chapter of my life and would not want to eliminate any of them, so I collect them all. uh, Birth can mean more than when we took our first breath. Sometimes we birth new ideas, dreams, and plans. When we change the direction of our lives, as I did back in 2016, we might even say we have been born anew. This certainly happened to me when I saw the light of following a plant-based diet. It has opened up a whole new world for me. I see things differently. I have found the solution to what seems like a lifetime of struggling with my weight. Peace, joy, love, and giving are all popular themes this time of the year, and all of these things have been magnified as I have continued in my journey. Eating from the garden has been good for me in so many ways. Peace. Oh, that's beautiful.
2: It's a, it's a wonderful time of the year to be talking about that, too. It's it's. Mm-hmm. And you have such a way with words. I wanted to tell everybody about your book that I have a copy of called From Donuts to Potatoes. This is a wonderful book that Esther wrote. And she's got words for every day of the year. And you can read it by the date if you want to. Or you can just pick one at random and just get some inspiration. And Esther has gen- generously donated a copy of her book for a book giveaway for you guys, Green Warriors. And there's going to be a link to the book giveaway in the show notes that you can go to and see if you want to enter for a chance to win. I think you get up to five chances to win mm-hmm. this book. That And Esther was going to send one of you guys uh, who win this co- copy of this book. And it's a beautiful book. And it's and I always like to tell people it's not just the words of inspiration that you have there, but you also tell your story. And in it, there's a love story. So, if you guys like
1: love stories, it's a really nice book to read, too. Oh, yeah, who would have ever dreamed that a love story would come out of a donut shop? <laughs> Yeah, that might be your second book.
2: <laughs> I wanted to, uh, Linda, greetings, Linda. Thanks for joining us. She said, hi, from new listener in from Ohio. Happy holidays. Looking to step up my veggies for breakfast. Oh, she knows the secret. <laughs> Welcome, Linda. I'm so glad that you're here. Yeah, I think, isn't it true that probably... In the U.S., we're about the only country that eats things that are not vegetables for breakfast that most other people around the world, that's what they do. That's how, how they start their day, with vegetables, yes. right?
1: Yes. Yeah, I noticed that. Even on cruises, they had vegetables in many countries that we visited. They do have vegetables available for breakfast. It's not all them omelets and cheese and so much of that. Yeah, it's true.
2: And Boomer and Beyond Wellness said this was stunning. Thank you, Esther. I guess she's talking about what you just read Um, earlier. Yes, it was beautiful. Yeah, and thanks. Said hearts. (laughs) Yeah. So let's go on and see if we can find our next uh, true or false question. I'm getting so many nice comments from. Green Warriors, if you have a question, type it in the comments and we'll be happy to put those up if we uh, can to ask Esther about it. Okay. Oh, here's one. True or false, Green Warriors? Mondays are the best day of the week to start eating clean. Okay. What do you think, Green Warriors? And as you're typing in your answers, go ahead, Esther. What do you have to say
1: about that? I think Mondays are a great day to start a new eating plan. I think Tuesdays are a great day to start a new (laughs) eating plan. I think Wednesdays are a great day. Any day you decide to take care of yourself is a wonderful day. So you get to decide. If you have a belief system that you have to start on the beginning of the week and start on a Sunday or start on a Monday, go for it. It's all up here. What you think about, you bring about
2: Yes, so true. Yep, Boomer and Beyond Wellness said false, and she and uh, she said any day. <laughs> and I'm sure that Stephanie, hi Stephanie, she said false. I'm sure they're all thinking this out. Glinda said false. No magic on Monday. <laughs> That's right. I like that. <laughs> oh, and uh, Rich says Esther has a word for the day. It's always great. It's something everybody should see every day. Something that keeps you thinking about your life during the day helps keep you on track. Very true. Yes. (laughs) Oh, and Fix It Rick said, what you think about, you bring about. Yes, Yes, that's right. Esther, you're so right about that. What you think about, you bring about. These are just great Great words that everybody is uh talking about. A lot of positivity, and that's what I love about doing this broadcast. Um, let's see. Okay. Here's our last true or false question. Cheats always lead to binges. True or false? Okay, green worries. What do you think about that one? Okay, go ahead,
1: Esther. Yeah. Most often cheats have in the past led to vengeance for me, but not for a long time, because the longer I have stayed on the Metabolic program for maximum weight loss, uh, my taste buds have adapted and changed, and I really do love my new food. So in the times when I have had a cheat, it's, I have so much um, mileage behind me, you might say, that getting back on track is so much easier than at the beginning of any program, because at the beginning, your taste buds in your mind still has so much cravings for the food that you don't that you want to eliminate. And so when you're on that side of the track, boy, you go off a little bit, and then you're off and running again, and you think you're going to fail and have all that stuff going on in your head. But when you get really solid in the program and know that's what you want to do, and when I have had occasional cheats, they don't last a long time. And if I get right back eating a potato or getting right back on track, then I'm, I'm just good to go. I'm good to go. So I think binges uh, happen more frequently when you're new and you don't have the success behind you. But success is a wonderful dopamine hit. I mean, it feels so good to have found an answer and nobody can take that away from me. Uh, I have it in my head. I have my heart. I just I know what it feels like to be able to control my tongue. And um, sometimes I have to control my tongue with words as well. But that's another story. But it is true, you know. And then we get our, the thing about eating plants, it really does elevate what I call your consciousness. It elevates you to a position you've never been at before. I had 72 years of thinking I was living a moral life and doing everything right. But this is a whole new world. Because as Will Tuttle says in his book, The World Peace Diet, When we take in dead animals, that's dead flesh, and they're sick, and they're dead, and we take that into our bodies, we're we're not only taking in the violence that has happened to them, but we're also taking in all of the antibiotics that's been put in their bodies, and all the bad food, and who knows what all goes up. So I don't like to get off on that too much, but the truth is, if you can eat what grows, and just ask yourself that question, anytime you go to eat anything— let that be your first priority. And today is kind of interesting. I did an interesting word this morning, and my word was pulse. And most of us think of pulse as, you know, checking our blood pressure. And there's seven points throughout our body where we can check that our neck and different places in our body. But you know what? If you lay real still, your heart will beat and you can feel it. You could take your own pulse without any instrument. But here's the other thing. Pulse is also a word for beans and legumes and chickpeas. And I didn't really know this so much. So if you're in my group on Facebook, check out what I wrote today because it tells the whole thing about pulse, like how many, how much water it takes to grow beans versus how many how much water it takes to, to grow a pound of, of meat, you know, and in, in the environment. And so maybe you're not a person that is like so vegan. But there's so many other ways to look at it. Like it helps the earth, it helps the air, it helps the animals, it helps us. But, so never forget that, like putting oxygen on your face when you're in an airplane, you have to take care of yourself first before you can even be a light to anybody around you. You, you have nothing, you can only give what you have. So take care of yourself. And if you live in a family where you're surrounded by, Um, non-compliant food, you have a challenge ahead of you, but you know what, maybe you were just put in that family to be the one to lead the way, and maybe you will make more mistakes than I did because I didn't have children in the house that I had to deal with, and so I didn't have those pressures and that stress. I did have a husband who said he could never eat like me, but he agreed to not bring any sweets into the house, so that was wonderful, and just ask for help, you know, ask and you shall receive, right? If you don't ask for help, you won't get it. So be the commander on your ship. Be the pilot on your plane. Be the one in charge of your life and know that you are a co-creator with your life. You make decisions that affect you because nobody else is going to force feed you crappy food with a fork. You know, we make the choice to put something. I'm I'm starting to preach. I'm sorry. But anyway, you know, just own your own power. And don't give your power away to these doctors who want to put you all those medications I'm not saying don't listen, I, I, I'm i not a doctor, but I'm saying we give away our power to doctors so easily and just think that they're almighty God and they know the best. Just think, just use your brain and think and ask your body to tell you what you need, you know, and just be aware and be conscious. Wake up.
2: Yes, very well said and we really do have to be, I think a often people feel powerless in so many aspects of their lives, including their relationship with food. But yet you could switch it around and have the power over the food if you can try to change your mindset. And then once you start to feel better, then that's something, like you said, nobody can take that away from you. And then I think that's when you get, gain the strength. And that when, for me, if I'm, I don't think I get as tempted anymore as I used to, but if I if somebody it's, it's the holidays now, a neighbor was so nice and brought over what they thought would be healthy food for me because they, my neighbors know about my lifestyle and, and, you know, so, but it had added salt in it. So, you know, I just graciously accepted it and, you know, it could have been something that I could have had and indulged in because, I don't have any non-compliant food in my home and there's, yeah. like, there's never a way to have to make a choice, but that did come into my home. And that was something that I could have chosen to do. Yes. And it's just it, But but not everybody can, can make those choices so easily. I, yes. I, I always feel like it's on some kind of a spectrum where you have um, like a bell curve, you know, you have people mm-hmm. that don't get affected much at all about food and they could have a treat once a year and then, you know, go back to everything. Or have a cigarette, or have a drink, or whatever, once a year, and then nothing happens, and then people on the other side of that that bell that just that will just set them off and and make them go all the way backwards to to erase every all the progress that they had. So, yeah. it, it's, yeah, I think what happens it, along
1: with that sometimes when you don't have enough experience under your belt and you do go off that way, I think shame comes into the picture. And and we will just beat ourselves up over and over again. Well, you don't have to beat yourself up. Just tell yourself, you know, I made a decision. I don't like how I feel afterwards. I don't think I'm going to do that again, and go on. But that shame can, you know, you can just be your own worst enemy sometimes.
2: Yeah, absolutely. So hi, Jan. She has a question. She said, if one is insulin resistant and gains weight easily, so can only eat one potato a day and eight ounces of fruit, how does one get to satiety and enough calories? I'm wondering if, Jan, are you on a whole food, plant-based diet? That would be something that we probably would want to know. What do you want to say about that, Esther?
1: Well, I think that we all have different metabolisms and sometimes people think they're following a diet, but when you look at it really closely with a microscope, there's areas where the, something's sneaking in. you know. For instance, for me at 72 years of age, if I had gone on the starch solution, I really believe I would not have had the success I had. For me, it took uh, going on the maximum weight loss diet because those foods that I eliminated in that program were healthy but high in fat. And let me list them for you. There were nuts, seeds, avocados soy products and uh see nuts seeds avocado all oh, olives and so some of these little foods seem pretty innocent especially avocado because of, avocado is such a great food but you know even when you eat an avocado it's like a serving is like one fourth well i could sit down and eat two whole avocados mixed up with some tomato yeah. sauce and call it guacamole and then there's going to be the chips that go with it so You have to be willing to really look at it carefully. And uh, the thing is, maybe you're not eating enough. Sometimes that happens, too. But I would watch the starch uh, but always include some starch. And, um, you know, it's really hard to say. But what I can say is I followed the McDougal program for maximum weight loss, and it worked for me. If it's not working for you, you might want to try Mary's Mini. Well, she just, it's so coincidence
2: that you just said that because she just t- commented that she just did Gustavo's 10-day Mary's mini and no weight loss.
1: Well, so what? She's getting right. healthy, right? Forget did about gain, the weight loss. Did you gain weight? <laughs> yeah. And maybe your body is just taking time to yes. release that. And, yes. and the fat cells want to hang on to the fat mm-hmm. and still resist letting it go. And take your measurements, because sometimes when I wasn't losing weight, I was losing inches. So don't put your whole heart on that scale. And Dr. Lyle says, this is kind of a little hard to do, but he says, weigh yourself for three days in a row and take an average. Wait a whole month before you weigh again. Most of us are just on that scale every day, three times a day, wanting to see some. Some progress. If we have our away, strategies
2: for trying to make it
1: go low. <laughs> also, yeah, like, I take off my rings. I take my earrings out. I'm gonna be first. You know, if I had any water yesterday, okay, I'll wait till tomorrow. You know, this at the same time because I can get up at uh, not that I get up at six, but I'm usually awake easily from four on. But I mean, if I got it then and weighed. And I, and I went back and did my work for a couple more hours, and I peed again, I'm going to weigh less than I did before. Yeah. So there's a lot of variables there, and sometimes scales can be weird. But we do tend to put the scale, and myself included sometimes, you know, put it on a pedestal and say, well, that's the, that's the indicator that I need to follow. But if you can wait a whole, if you're eating the program 100%, you can trust that you will not gain weight. Yeah. And Jan
2: just, I had asked that question if she did. And she said, no, I didn't gain weight. So that's success right there. Right. But I, for me, when I adopted the lifestyle, I didn't have as much to lose as some other people did. So I probably lost about 30 pounds, but I'm a petite woman. So it looks like a lot more on me. But I, if I would have put it on a graph, my weight loss would have been steady, steady, steady. Oh gosh, when is this going to happen? And then down a little bit. And then steady and then maybe up a little bit but if i looked over time up and down up and down but it kept trending downward
0: mm-hmm. so
2: mm-hmm. and and like you said the inches all of a sudden you know my pants were a little loose on me or, or or something that you know a shirt that i had that i that i knew was kind of tight started to feel a little loose so things like that are happening and 10 days well, you didn't gain weight, so that's a good thing, especially this time of year. Yeah. And so I would encourage you to, to just keep going. And like Esther said, I agree with that. Just don't, don't worry so much about the scale and, and just see how you're feeling. And yeah. it, it's, it's eventually it's going to
1: happen. Yeah. And, I like Wade Dyer, and he said, don't be addicted to the outcome. So if you're on your journey and you're eating healthy and you're doing the program, Yes, be thankful that you're doing it and and give yourself some time. I and mean, how long did it take you to put on that weight? Probably a long time. Yeah. Or maybe not so long if you were binging. But yeah. ne- nevertheless, you know, we get, Rome wasn't built in a day and we do um, gain weight over time. And then we think, oh, if I go on a diet, it should happen now. Yeah. And um, and sometimes it does for some people. They Some people lose weight quickly. You know, it also depends on, you know, your metabolism and you could have a high, you could have a thyroid problem too. I mean, there could be things that you can check out, but if, if you went, I would say if you went two months eating whole food plant-based and didn't lose any weight, there's probably something you need to look into more, for, more, more thoroughly.
2: Yeah. And she had, I just wanted to get back to her original question where she was talking about how do you get satiety? And I I'm trying to find it in the chat, but Angela, she's reading my mind. She had asked if Jan had ever tried to choose beans, because if you're insulin resistant, beans are a wonderful thing for you because they have what they call the second meal effect and they stay in your body for a long time, it's just like a big log on the fire. And, and, uh, so if you are insulin resistant, that would be something good to do. But also, I think that Esther had touched upon this, that that everybody's body is different. And people, some people with diabetes, if you have diabetes, pre-diabetes, perhaps that's what you meant by insulin resistant. Perhaps you can work with your doctor. Mm -hmm. They have something called a a continuous glucose monitor. Mm -hmm. And it's something that you attach to your body. And then you can look on your smartphone and and after every meal and even throughout the night when you're sleeping, it will record what your insulin is doing. And if you kept a food journal and then you looked at your insulin readings, you could probably see what things were making your insulin rise and what foods weren't. And that might help you. And you could experiment with different kinds of foods like beans and see if that could be helpful to you.
1: Yeah. And and regaining our health supersedes losing the weight. When we lose weight, yes, it does help our health. But being healthy should not be uh, dismissed if the scale's not moving. You're still giving your cells in your body the food you need, the energy you need, the 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 wonderful healing power of food. And so, uh, anyway, it's all about having things in perspective. But I know when I I would start a diet, too, I'd want fast results and want it to be easy. And so it's normal to feel that way. Okay. Well, I just
2: want to give her one more shot. She had said that she's had the continuous. I'm glad you had the monitor. And this has been a problem for years. So it sounds like you just had, wow, you just invested in some blood testing this morning. And I think that that's going to be giving you some answers, you know, it's, it's, it's a shame that we have to make those investments sometimes, but they are investments in our health, and I'm glad that you were able to do that, and I'm hoping maybe you'll check back with us, Jen, and let us know how you're doing.
1: Yeah. yeah. That's good. That's yeah,
2: good. and Rich had agreed. He said, yeah, the food that's in your house, it's in your mouth, Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. I think all of us have certain things that can just probably set us off if, if, the, if we were had them around.
1: Yeah. Well, and, you know, for some people, too, uh, that are eating what they call or think of a healthy diet, they might be eating bread or pasta, which is allowed on a plant-based diet, but it's refined yes. and much higher in calories. So, again, I say as much as you can, look at the food and say, did this grow or did somebody make it? Yes,
2: Yes. absolutely. I think that that's very good because if you, if you couldn't easily make it in your kitchen, meaning all the ingredients, if you couldn't make those ingredients in your kitchen. So if it's flour, you would have to go out and harvest things and, and dry them out and pound them and, and do all the processing. So those things just don't have a, a place for yeah. you if you're looking to get healthy. Yeah. Oh, Christy said lentils with carrots and bell peppers together are very filling. Yes, mm-hmm. I love lentils. Yes. You know, they every once in a while I'll, I'll I'll cook up some of those lentils, and I think, wow, I really need to eat these more often because they're
1: they're so tasty and they're oh so filling. Yes. yes. Yeah. Yeah. I, it's it's just amazing and how inexpensive it is, and how easily they grow, and how satisfying they are. I often um, cook up a batch of beans and rice in the Instant Pot together. And that's just kind of a nice staple to have on hand, too.
2: Yeah, you did a video showing how you could do them together. Because, and when I saw that, I said, because I was always cooking them separately. And I said, wow, you could do that together? That yeah. is so awesome. Yeah. But, oh, yeah. So you guys really need to uh, to, to check it out. Thanks. Said love seasoned lentils in an Instant Pot. Yep. Yeah. absolutely and I love batch cooking and freezing things almost everything that I make I can freeze now mm-hmm. and and so then there's never an excuse because you always have things on hand and just like you talked about in the beginning of the broadcast about the potatoes if you guys haven't batch cooked potatoes Esther has shown on her show how to do it in an instant pot you can do it in an oven and just always have potatoes in the refrigerator ready to go for me, if I know I'm going to be out and about, I'll take one of those potatoes out of the refrigerator and I'll put it in a Ziploc bag. Mm-hmm. And then if I get hungry and I don't have any any access to anything that's on plan, I can just take that out and and use the bag kind of like a to protect my hands from getting messy. And I can just eat it like it's an apple.
0: Yeah.
1: And, and, and it's so delicious. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's true. Yeah. Um. The other thing is, you know, a lot of times we're really not hungry. We're just anxious or thirsty or tired or cold. I know when I get cold, I just want to eat something warm and comforting, uh, you know, but it's not because I'm really hungry. So as you pay attention to your body, just ask yourself the question, am I really hungry or am I just looking for a diversion? Yeah, that's
2: very true. I think what it think it was uh, Al Schmidt, when he was on the show. He had said, "Hungry, halt, right? Hungry alone. Is it hungry alone? Lonely, tired? I don't remember. Yeah. It? it was. I don't know. It was an acronym. It was very good. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. yeah, you have to have
1: to definitely remember those things. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> He's doing very well, by the way. Is we saw him, oh. saw him on Wednesday, and his birthday's coming up, and. They just re- they just relocated or moved to a uh, single story home. Oh, so okay. that they had a tri level before, and that was a lot. Yeah. Of stuff, but he's <laughs> he's doing really well, and Dottie too. She just she had had cancer yeah. of the liver, and it had gone to her lung. And she had a test recently, and we celebrated with some sparkling cider. No trace of cancer. Oh no trace of cancer. So she was really happy that it's, it has. She's still getting clear reports. Oh.
2: Yeah. Well, for those of you that don't know, Al Schmidt and his wife, Dottie, are friends of Esther and her husband, Ben. And Al has been on the show in previous broadcasts. You can check yeah. out my playlist for that. And, and he's had his own transformation story. And so wonderful to hear that they're both doing well. Please give them my best. It's no, so, really- so nice to hear those things. I'm so, Oh, thank you, Fix It Rick. He said HALT stands for hungry, angry lonely or tired so that's what you have to ask when you're tempted am i hungry angry lonely or tired and that was something that al schmidt had brought up on the show thank you that's it rick okay let's see we have um let's see i think we have a question oh yes anita said hi esther how do you navigate family meals when not everyone in the family follows a plant-based diet and advice on making it a harmonious experience for everyone? Good question, Anita.
1: Yes. I'll be able to accurately answer that on Christmas morning when we go to um, um, our, our daughters for uh, brunch. Uh, lately, what we've been doing more is going out. You know, I don't for the family anymore um it just was too too it was kind of like morally difficult for me you know to uh, try to I don't know how to explain it but anyway so mostly we go out and like we go to Jack's Urban Eats and they have a nice salad there and they get their food and I don't judge that and if we go to uh we have quite a few vegan restaurants in Sacramento and for Ben's birthday last week we took as many as who could come to the to the Loving Hut, which is an all-vegan restaurant. So whatever they ordered is going to be compliant. You know, it might have more salt or some oil, but nevertheless, it's no animal. And uh, then we met his daughter. Uh, she took us for Ben's lunch, and she took us to a restaurant where most of the items on the menu had a V after it, which meant they could make it uh, vegan instead of being uh, meat with it. Uh, so I I've been thinking about uh, what I'm going to do on on Christmas morning, and um, I just might be on a fast. I don't know. For me, it's sometimes easier not to get started, and uh, just go full and say, "Hey, I just you guys go ahead and eat. I just you know." Or if there's some fruit there or something that's really compliant, um, I will navigate it. But I, I I don't want to get caught into uh, even breads that, um, can excite me. So I'll, I'll let you know. Yeah. My, my intention is, is to not use that as an excuse to, um, eat more. Well, in fact, last night we went to this concert and they had cookies and, and fudge there. And I just decided not to have anything. Well, I didn't have anything, just the water is mm-hmm. so water, a good filler upper. And uh, we can make up any excuse we want. We can say, oh, I'm, I'm doing a test and I just, you know, I mean, you don't have to lie, but right. just, just own your own power and say, you know, um, I, I hope you understand, but this is all about my life. It's really important to me to stay on track. So please understand and don't take it personally. Just Very let people love you and love them and not judge them. I think at first it was easier for me to judge my family and and act all superior like well you know if you want to get off all your meds if you only did what i'm doing you'd be healthier you know but now i it's kind of like politics and religion i i just don't bring it up anymore they're on their pathway they know my life they know what i've done and if they're choosing to do that i just say my love for you is not contingent upon you being like me Mm. yeah very nice
2: i think that we when you were on the show previously we had said that we wouldn't want somebody to preach to us how we should eat. So we're not going to try to preach to them if they don't want to hear it. I did have a a wonderful guest on the show, uh, Timree Hagenberg. She has a book called the foodie bar way and she teaches a lot of classes and Angela Fischetti with boomer and beyond wellness works with her. And uh, to answer this question about navigating family and what, what she does is she makes out like a foodie bar, she calls it. So let's say it was a sweet potato bar. She would bake up not just one kind of sweet potato, many kinds, because there's white, there's there's red, there's, you know, all, all kinds, Japanese. And she puts them out, and then she makes little dishes of toppings. So scallions, salsa, you know, w- whatever it is, that, and that everybody in the family can decide, how to make their potato, and they can mm-hmm. customize it the way that they want. and And she does this with breakfast and lunch and dinner. She has all kinds of menus in her book, and I'll post a link to that in the comments. And it's just a wonderful way to to navigate family, you know, because everybody's got different different uh, things that they want to do. And to me, in my house, I don't, I won't prepare any food that. It, it used to be I wouldn't even prepare animal food, but now I won't prepare food that's not compliant. Because mm-hmm. I almost feel that if I'm making something that and I'm providing it to someone, that that I almost feel like I'm giving them drugs or a poison. Or something. I just and it, it just it makes me feel so badly. You know, it's just like this neighbor that gave me this candy. I'm I'm like, what could I do with this? I could give it away. Well, who would I give it to? <laughs> you know, I do. I wouldn't feel good about. It. Giving, giving it to someone. So I think that, that, but I do say when I do have the gatherings in my home and people are not eating in this way, I, I say to them, if you want to bring something that you would feel comfortable eating, you can bring it.
0: Mm-hmm. And I'm
2: not, you know, and you can have it and serve it to yourself and do whatever you want and then take home the leftovers. I'm not opposed to that. Yeah, so no. That's another way that I'm suggesting that you could navigate things if, if
1: you were doing something at home. That's very reasonable. Yeah, that's right. See, we just don't entertain anymore. Mm-hmm. Right, you we're, paid your we're dues. So old, don't have to <laughs> no, do you it. paid your dues. Right now, it's time. If somebody pops in my house, then I just take out whatever I have and say, "You want some of this?" And I, I don't have to make it all fancy. I don't have to right. make shirts. I, you know, when the great grandkids come over, I found out this time they love Brussels sprouts. I cooked up two pounds while they were here. And between the three of us, we ate it all. Wow. And I would never have dreamed that these little kids would have liked Brussels sprouts. So, you know, I just have food here. I can prepare and say, well, would you like to have this? And if they don't want to eat, they're not going to starve. No. Hopefully they came to visit us and to get their presents and to do whatever. You know, it's just food doesn't have to be the centerpiece. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah,
2: absolutely. And I and I and I'm projecting that in the... In their adult lives, they're going to look back on those visits and say, "You know, I got, I had so much exposure to different types of foods there, and that's why I can function better as an adult because I, I can eat these foods." Somebody actually, I have a, I have a a twice monthly potluck dinner for plant-based friends, and someone we had ours yesterday, and someone brought over a newbie. He had actually watched the movie *The Game Changers*, and it feeds his interests. And he, he was making comments about how it was for, not his grandparents, it was his parents. He said, my parents were always making me eat different kinds of foods, you know. So he said, I grew up eating so many kinds and having so much exposure to these foods that now if you're saying to me that this lifestyle might be good for me, I'm open. Oh, wow. Trying it because I just so because they made it so that I was open. To, to things so i think that you're going to have a profound effect on them as yeah. adults
1: yeah well it was it was profound on me too to, to even think that they would like that you know yeah. I, I have, to you, have you ever had
2: it, one like on the stalk have you ever gotten brussels sprouts on the stalk
1: i don't i think i saw it once when we were traveling overseas yeah and it's oh.
2: beautiful how it grows isn't it I, I was, I went into a store that normally wouldn't, I wouldn't see something like that. Somehow it was there and I had to buy them. You uh-huh. know? And I had, I even made a video on my YouTube channel because it was so much fun. Cause, cause it, especially if you like those little bubble wrapper things that you pop the bubble, oh, yeah. that's what it felt like. And I was like, pop, pop. Pop popping yeah. them off, and I just and then I I said I have to stop because my my kids adult kids were coming over to visit. I said I have to let them experience this, so I stopped so that they when they came over they could continue doing it. But yeah, if you ever see that, I bet your grandchildren would just love that. Uh-huh. <laughs>
1: yeah. they're, they're so cute, and it's just oh, and they even I think drank some hot water or something. I think I had pomegranates here too that they like but lately I've been eating a lot of persimmons because they're in season right now and uh, they're a treat. So I enjoy that, but there's so much out there. I mean, even when I posted that picture this morning of what pulses were, you know, beans and, and legumes and stuff. There's a beautiful picture on my, in my group on Facebook and there's so many different varieties. It's just amazing. And people, according to the, um, um, a post that I put there today that people have lost more weight eating a half a cup of beans a day than those who ate a tablespoon a day. Mm. Um, you know, sometimes you just have to get your body in gear. Uh, but it's, they're wonderful. And they just, sometimes I'll cook up a pot of uh, garbanzo beans mm-hmm. and I'll I'll measure out a cup of them because I try not to eat more than a cup a day. And I'll eat them one at a time like they're popcorn. Yeah. And it just keeps me busy, keeps my mouth busy, and, um, you know, it's just fun. It's fun to play with your food. Yes,
2: because we're adults, and we can do that. (laughs) Yeah, I I batch cook beans all the time, and I measure them out a cup at a time, and I freeze them. Uh So this way, I can just, if I need a cup of beans, because I season my beans so that Uh they don't have salt, but they have other seasoning, and then I can just warm them up and and have access to them. But I also put them on my salads too. Yes. And Linda said, I don't cook non-compliant food either. I don't want to hurt their health. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, Yeah, I
1: remember I I wrote about it in my book when back in 2019 that was three years after I had started eating this way. You know, I took my green beans out of the bowl before I added you know, other seasonings, butter. And I took my my salad out before I had the dressing and I took my yams out before I added the marshmallows and went through all of that and and made sure I sent all the leftovers home. And then I asked myself, we had lots of milk left over and when we were doing um, strawberry shortcake one time, we had a lot of whipping cream and I was sending that home with the kids and I thought, why would I send this home with the kids after what I've learned? You know, just because it saves them money. Yeah. No, you can't let money be your God and let that be the criteria by which you make your decisions. So I you know, I just realized that I would rather not have the meals and have that stuff left over and have them take it home. Uh-huh. I just knew it wouldn't be good for them, you know. So decisions are hard to make sometimes and it's hard to be true. I think this morning I wrote, stick to your principles, not your guns.
2: Oh, that's another good one. See, we need it just a uh Esther's isms
1: <laughs> no oh.
2: about that. <laughs> you should just jot those down whenever you say these things because that would be wonderful so mona said i'm taking my entire meal to my friend's house she invited me but doesn't really understand how i eat she said she would love to try my food oh that's so great yeah mm-hmm. I've learned that over the years, when I because oftentimes if I am invited to someone's house, I will take my own food, but yeah. I make sure I take enough that I can have it and enjoy it and still have enough to share. <laughs> because sometimes some of the food that I bring, a lot of the people want to eat it. So that's that's wonderful. Well,
1: and, I was just thinking about Christmas, and I thought I asked Ben's daughter if if she wanted me to bring anything, and she said no, but that doesn't mean I can't. Right. Right. Yeah, So that's, I mean, that's a good idea. Maybe just take something like some sweet potatoes or something and take enough to share mm-hmm. and then I'd have something to put on my plate.
2: Yeah, absolutely. And it all goes to what we were talking about earlier, how you, you're, you're, you're the example. And mm-hmm. oftentimes it can take years before your friends or family may ask about it and we'd be serious that they want to join in. And I feel like they're always watching you, you know? Mm-hmm. Oh, it must be tough. Look at her. She's not eating because she can't eat what I have, you know? Mm-hmm. So so when they see, well, it's not a big deal. I'll just bring potatoes, you know? Yeah. And they see that I, I'm navigating this lifestyle and it's not it's not nothing to me. It's it's just what I do and it's normal that maybe those doubts in their mind can, can uh, have a, a fresher look at yeah. that maybe this may be something that they want to do. Um, Rich said, when I visit my relatives, I won't be eating there. I have before, but I'm just going to eat before I'm going for the conversation and not the food. And he's got his big muscles. Yeah. <laughs> that's right. Yeah. yeah. And that's, that's true. There's so many, and, and so many, uh, different traditions that we can set for our loved ones too. Now, uh, since adopting this lifestyle, I've been trying each year to, uh, during the holiday gatherings, to come up with something that we can do together as a family, uh, you know, during Thanksgiving we made a fruit turkey. We took, mm. you know, bamboo skewers and we put different fruits on it and made it look like a turkey. And I made a YouTube video about it because I was so excited about it. And then, you know, in another year, I think we, oh, I, I found a way to make your kitchen towel. If you like to hang it on a, the handle on your dishwasher or on your stove, I found a way. To make it stay there and not keep flopping over, because I that's what I like. So, um, and I made a video about that, and I did that. I had kitchen towels for my family members, and we all took turns and and made it so that these they could take it home and and do that with the with the towels. So that was so we're just trying to make different traditions and not
1: not just about the food. That's right. That's right. Yeah. So now oh, so well, well, yeah. people. To be with, but like you say, you just shift the focus. You know? Yeah, yeah. Well, again, I wanted
2: to tell everybody about this book uh, from Donuts to Potatoes that Esther wrote. It's a wonderful book, and I'm going to be asking her soon. You have a copy of it in front of you, right? Uh huh. Yeah, because I'm going to be asking Esther soon to read an excerpt from it, so that you can enjoy it. And I, it's not just the reading of it, but it's hearing her voice too that really makes it nice. But if you want to have a chance to win that, I'm going to put a, in the show notes, I'm going to put a link to, that you can go to and you get up to five chances to win a copy of this book. So I think that that are you ready, Esther? Would you like sure, to do do that?
1: randomly pick a page? Yeah, Whatever
2: you like. And I'm going to show some uh, of your before and after pictures while you okay. do that for those that are not familiar with uh, what you do of accomplished.
1: Okay. I just opened the book randomly and okay. word for July 18th of 2019 was guilt. I often say there is no guilt, only learning. And that is pretty straightforward when it comes to deviating from a plant base, because it is only about me and my food. But what do I say when I lose my cool and strike out at friends? It takes more than just me learning and going on. It is going to take some love and some repair work, whether or not my friends were offended by my off-the-cuff remark. I can blame it on many things, but there really is no excuse for retaliation. In this time of polarized views, tit for tat just doesn't work. We must rise above emotionally charged issues Setting the standard for our behavior has nothing to do with anyone else. It is us who sets the bar for our behavior, and when we duck beneath that bar to get in a jab or a sharp retort, we are the ones who suffer from what to do next. I know what to do and will find the time to apologize and recognize that my remark was uncalled for. Do I feel guilty? Well, it sure sounds like it, but maybe taking the time to talk with those I perceive I may have offended will open the door to talk about our differences in a civil manner. Yes, I'm still learning. And certainly I think that is true for what's going on in our world. If we can learn to work towards peace with one another, then I think that will make more difference than expecting our government find peace for us oh yeah
2: absolutely wow that was beautiful as usual you always have such uh, lovely things to to say and to write about and i really wanted to thank you so much esther for uh joining us today and everything that you have to say is always just so inspiring it's so it's just so wonderful Mona had said that you were amazing in, in the comments. That's what she said. And I, I wanted to, to ask you, Green Warriors, what was your takeaway from today? What did you learn from Esther? What do you think that maybe something that she said that uh, struck a chord with you that is going to help you navigate the holidays and navigate adopting this lifestyle and and uh, being, being compliant and, and getting your health back? And that's something that's just so important to all of us, I think. And let me just see. I wanted to, OK. Because I had just, for some reason, I had lost a connection here, and now I'm back. OK. So um, Esther, if you can, won't you please tell us about uh, what you do and how we can find you on social media?
1: Oh, sure. Well, I have a group on Facebook called Esther's Nutritional Journey. And if any of you would like to join, what I do is I post a word or an essay every day. And this is, I'm into over five years now. I've done it every day.
0: And I also do a video every day
1: where I read from my book. Ben says I should start telling some of the recent stories rather than going back to my book, which was written in 2019. He thinks my writing has improved. So, I don't know uh, what I'm going to do in the new year, but I will continue to read and do a video every day. And if I cook and do something, I also like to show a video of how simple uh, the cooking can be. And I post a picture of everything I eat. So, this is difficult because sometimes it really pains me to uh, have to take a picture and show you all where I fell short. But you know what? I've got clay feet and I'm just a human person doing my best. And uh, by taking a picture of everything I eat, it really does make me think twice about do I really, is it worth it to take a picture of this to have to explain it on Facebook? So there you go. Come along, join me on my journey. It's growing uh, daily. And I try to answer your questions, and you can private message me, and there's no fee. And I'm just there to serve and to help you um, as you take your journey in life. So don't be afraid to challenge what you believe and think, use your brain. It's a wonderful, wonderful tool. And uh, stand stand up for what you want for yourself. Oh, that is just
2: so beautiful. Thank you so much for sharing that with us Esther.
1: thank you for inviting me again. I, I just love, it's just kind of like chatting with a friend when I'm with you. I don't have to do a presentation. I don't have to be an expert. You know, we're just sharing our lives. And um, it's nice to see people that are just ordinary people, uh, doing their thing, but feeling good about their life.
2: Well, everyone, please click like to show your appreciation for what Esther shared with us today. It just, it's just, I—the feeling is mutual, and I, I love to to have you. And I'm going to be asking you asked me to come back on the show again <laughs> because every every time you're here, it's I love. The, the love that you bring to the broadcast and then the people that come to see you on mm-hmm. on the broadcast. I love what they bring to it. And so it's just it's a very uh wonderful feeling that I get. And just thank you so much for sharing your wisdom and and inspiring us to uh embrace our best selves through
1: the whole food plant based. I've got my little candles glowing over here. Yes, yeah, I noticed that. One says peace, and one says faith, and one says love, and in the final analysis, it's it's love that counts. So spread your love and just enjoy whoever you're with today and always. Yeah, thank
2: you, Esther. I mean, you're you're just a beacon of of motivation and a, a guiding light for our Green Warrior community and and your dedication to this journey it's just truly empowering we really appreciate you and the people are clicking like and sending hearts because we really just enjoy having you on and i look forward to having you back soon so esther what's your final take-home message for our green warriors about being our best selves
1: search for peace It's easier. It. It's easier to um, engage with people. It's easier to not get caught up with what's going on on the news and other things. Just be yourself. Be in your own place, and uh, and just be peaceful <laughs> with one another. It's a good season for peace.
2: Oh yeah, it definitely is. That's wonderful. Well, Green Warrior, is what's your t- takeaway what are you going to remember about this broadcast a bunch of you have typed in a few things in the comments and i really enjoy reading that and uh you've you've all been saying such nice things christy hi christy merry christmas and happy holidays yes very beautiful and there'll be a lot a lot of uh things happening and we're going to be putting the links for esther's uh Facebook group and, and all those things in the show notes so you guys can enjoy that. And then I wanted to also thank Jess Test Voice because she did the promos and she did some ending videos for me that are new and she did the voiceovers She did so many things to help promote this and I always appreciate everything that she does. Just test, boys, tell us who's coming up next.
0: Finding restaurants that serve whole food, plant-based meals without added oils can be tricky. But with a little awareness and pre-planning, it is possible to stay compliant with a whole food, plant-based lifestyle while eating at a restaurant. Come learn some helpful tips from Sid Nodder on Wednesday, December 27th, 3 p.m. Eastern, noon Pacific, on Be Green with Amy Live.
2: And Green Warriors, I want to thank you again for being here as a special thank you to you. I'm offering you five free recipes. So you just go to BeGreenWithAmy.com, and I'm going to send you five free recipes to you, to your inbox. Now, I encourage all of you to go ahead and take your right hand and grab your left shoulder and take your left hand and grab your right shoulder and squeeze. That is a hug from me to you. That's a hug from me to you, Esther. And if you want to join me with Esther as we say my tagline, you can type it in the comments below. Are you ready, Esther?
1: Yes.
2: Okay. Until I see all of you again, remember, be strong,
1: be well, and be... Be green.
2: Green.
1: Congratulations on your Instagram.
2: Oh, thank you. I'm so excited to see if we made new friends there. Thank you so much. And thank you, Green Warriors, for joining us. And I'm hoping to see you in the new year, Esther. Thank you. Right. Thank you so much.
0: Now you can get five free whole food plant-based SOS-free recipes from Be Green with Amy. Just click on the link in the show notes and Amy will send you five free recipes, motivational quotes, and more so you can be strong, be well, and be green.